This is The Jerry Callahan Show. It's a big football weekend, another big football weekend. Great game tonight, Chiefs, Chargers. But I have to tell you, there's a better competition out there, and I am enjoying the hell out of it. Governor DeSantis in Florida, Governor DeSavage versus Governor Abbott in Texas. Last night, as you may be aware, Governor DeSantis sent two plane loads of illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, the place where they celebrate diversity, a sanctuary, a sanctuary island, and uh, they don't know what to do with them. And they're all, they're all rattled. It was glorious. Well, this morning, Governor Abbott, I don't want to know if he topped them. He certainly matched them. He sent two busloads to Kamala Harris's doorstep, the doorstep of the vice president's residence. Don't forget, a couple of days ago, the vice president said the border is secure. I think uh, Abbott had a brilliant response to that. We'll give you all the details and we will await more plane loads to the vineyard. And we'll see if Barack Obama or John Kerry or any of the other frauds indeed welcome their undocumented guests. Uh, also, Hunter Biden wants to lower his uh, child support payments. He's, a, he's only made $30 million and he doesn't want to support his little four-year-old daughter. The one, by the way, that Joe and Jill Biden pretend does not exist. Rand Paul savages uh, the evil elf, Dr. Fauci, again. And we're here for that. And the, uh, remember that 911 call? To uh, bo- I mean, that uh, bomb threat to Children's Hospital in Boston after, you know, the... They, 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 they were exposed as performing uh, sex change operations on kids. The right-wing trolls called a bomb threat. Well, it turns out it never happened. You were lied to. And uh, finally, we're going to make our NFL picks. We'll get Montanti back in here and pick tonight's game and the Patriots game and a few other games. We'll see if we can bounce back after a dreadful week one. We'll get into that and a lot more on today's Callahan Show. Brought to you by My Pillow. Go to MyPillow.com and use code word Jerry for huge discounts and to support Mike Lindell, who's uh, been targeted by the FBI because he doesn't like Joe Biden. That's his crime. He likes Trump, and that's a crime now. Well, you can go to MyPillow. You can support him. You can get a really good pillow, uh, a standard MyPillow, which is normally $69.98 for just $19.98. All you got to do is use code word Jerry. My pillows are made in the USA and they come with a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. They're machine washable and dryable. They're the most comfortable pillow you will ever lay your head on. Get them now and you can support the show. You can strike back against cancel culture. As you know, Mike Lindell has been targeted. He's been persecuted. You can't get my pillow in the big box stores anymore but you can get factory direct pricing. If you order from mypillow.com, use code word Jerry. You can get the Giza sheets, buy one, get one, get one free. You get half off the slippers, great slippers, great sliders, six piece towel set, regular $109.99, just $39.99 with code word Jerry. There's over 150 products there, great products made in America. All you got to do is go to mypillow.com and use promo code Jerry. All right, this broke last night, and I have to say, it could be my favorite story of the summer. Is it still summer on Martha's Vineyard? I mean, it's a beautiful time of the year. It's mid-September, great weather. I'm sure the, uh, the, the Islanders are enjoying their September. Well, now they have new friends. They have new 
new visitors, unexpected visitors from Florida. I mean, who from Florida wouldn't want to spend some time on Martha's Vineyard in September? It's still hot down there. It's beautiful in uh, Edgartown this time of year. Um, this is the kind of story that you never expect to happen. You say it should happen. We've said it should happen. They should send some of the illegal aliens who are allowed to walk across the southern border uh, in Texas, Arizona, make their way to Florida. Uh, we said it. You know, they should send some to Martha's Vineyard, Nantucket, Aspen. Uh, you know, some of the homes of the the Hamptons. <clears throat> That's where these people belong because these are the places that claim to be sanctuary cities. If you claim to be a sanctuary city, that means you welcome. These illegal aliens, you, uh, you, you're not a bigot. You're, you're not, you're not racist. You love illegal aliens. Well, uh, Ron DeSantis, God bless his heart, is putting these people on the spot, putting, uh, exposing these hypocrites. Um, he, he, he actually did it. Yes, he did it. He put them on planes. They, 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 they uh, allocated twelve million dollars in their last budget to relocate. Some of the illegal aliens, I think they they go voluntarily. They're not forced at gunpoint to get on the plane. Hell, they're private jets. Just the plane ride alone is is quite the uh, quite the treat for these folks. He sent 50, 50, not even enough to make up an NFL team. Fifty people to Martha's Vineyard. They touched down. And immediately the liberals were screaming and crying. We got some of that reaction. Um they had to you know, find shelter and food for them. How do you, eh, now you know, well, actually you don't know how it feels to be Eagle Pass, Texas, or, uh, or some small uh, rancher town in Arizona. I would say, you know, but you don't know because they get, they get a thousand times more. They literally get a hundred times more per day in Texas. They get 5,000 illegal aliens walking across the border, swimming across the Rio Grande every day in Texas. Most of them end up in these small towns, these rural places, Eagle Pass, Uvalde, and they have to find a way to deal with them. Hell, I just uh, saw the latest from El Paso. It is overrun with illegal aliens. They're living on the street, living in tents. They don't know what to do with them. And if you were to ask... I don't know the state rep from uh, Martha's Vineyard or ask, you know, Barack Obama or any of the, uh, or John Kerry, any of the residents of Martha's Vineyard, they would say, you know, show some compassion. You folks down there in Eagle pass, show some compassion. These are our fellow humans celebrate diversity. Uh, well, now they're going to be, uh, uh, be forced to, uh, um, back up their own words. Let's see. Let's see if they show compassion and welcome more migrants. Uh, I, I think DeSantis has lots more money, lots more planes. He can send lots more illegal aliens to Martha's Vineyard. And why the hell not? It's a sanctuary city. They don't have to vet them. You know, they could be criminals. They could be uh, drug cartel guys, gang members. They don't vet them when they walk across the Southern border. Why should they vet them when they step off a, uh, uh, off a plane in uh, in Edgartown or Oaks Bluff. Uh, this, this is just so brilliant. Politically, it is brilliant that, that these these people, as we know, are all hypocrites. John Kerry does not want them in his neighborhood. Barack Obama doesn't want them near his twelve million dollar oceanfront spread. By the way, he's got plenty of room. 
plenty. He's got seven bedrooms, got 10 bathrooms. He's got garages and, and storage. He's, it's a huge spread right there. And I'm going to guess he doesn't spend a lot of time there in the fall. He's, you know, probably in Hawaii right now, or maybe, you know, maybe he's in Europe. I don't know. He, he could, he could put every single one of these, these uh, two plane loads up and make them perfectly comfortable. They could live a life of luxury. He could actually live up to his, his words and, 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 uh, and celebrate these folks and, and say, look, I, 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 I welcome them. I, I, I want them here, but I'm going to guess and ain't happening. All right. We got the, we got the new, it's, it's breaking news because it, it is just so they don't, people don't know how to react. They do not know what to say. They don't know what to do. They can't say, get these people out of here. It's a sanctuary city. It's a sanctuary town. They have to welcome them, even though they know uh, they, they want no part of this as, as, as they all say, they, they blame DeSantis, you know, for political stunt. What did, what did Chris Hayes say? Chris Hayes, uh, MSNBC, big, big, big supporter of open borders said it's deeply, deeply sick and dehumanizing to fling human beings vindictively fling. They flew on a private jet, Chris. They went to one of the nicest places in America. Average homes, a median household, uh, uh, median home price, $1 million. Where, where could they be better served? Eagle pass, Texas. Or uh, Martha's Vineyard. Um, I mean, the, the, you're telling me they don't have accommodations? Is the island's full of luxury hotels and inns and beds and breakfasts? What better place for these folks, these poor marginalized folks, than Martha's Vineyard? I don't get it. Deeply, deeply sick. Not just deeply, too deeply, and dehumanizing to fling human beings. They didn't fling them. They just sent them to a beautiful place lovely place. Uh, the stories you will read today will say, oh, the island, you know, the summer's over. There's not any work for them. They don't have to work. Why do they have to work? They, could, they, they, they don't necessarily work in Eagle Pass, Texas. Why do they have to work in Martha's Vineyard? Why don't, they, why don't you just take care of them? Everybody on that island supports open borders. Everybody supports sanctuary cities. So, Let's see it, man. Let's see it. Take care of these folks. Uh, what do we got, Ironhead? We got the report from uh, Fox 25, the latest. We get the video. We get the, the latest. And hopefully we have the state rep, Dylan Fernandez. We'll get to him. We'll get to him. He's really upset that he's actually going to have to live up to the promises he's made about welcoming these uh, undocumented visitors to his to his town. But uh Let's let's get the latest from uh, Fox 25. Go ahead. This morning, dozens of migrants flown to Martha's Vineyard, and they're waking up in a shelter on the island. The group, mostly from Venezuela, was brought to the vineyard by charter plane provided by Florida's governor. There was no one uh, was alerted to their arrival. Boston 25 News reporter Kelly Sullivan live outside the state house this morning with a reaction from local lawmakers on this. Kelly, good morning. 
Good morning, Gene. That's right. So several state lawmakers are upset over what happened, including a state rep, Dylan Fernandez. He represents Martha's Vineyard, and he spoke out saying that he had no idea that this plane, these planes with 50 migrants were landing on the island until after he got a call around 5 o'clock last night. And so this is video of that plane there on the island. You can see those migrants walking there. Uh, they're heading out uh, to the buses, loading up on those buses. Now, Fernandez tells us island officials brought them to a shelter in Edgartown. <laughs> there, islanders and officials helped out by giving the migrants beds, food, and medical care. And a play area was even set up for the kids. Representative Fernandez says the migrants were told they would be given jobs and housing when they got here. But Fernandez believes the entire event was a cruel political stunt. This is just an incredibly cheap political move by the governor of Florida that I believe is incredibly inhumane, using humans as political pawns, plotting this, plotting to do this for months. But we as a community, we came together. Um, we are here to support these families. We got them the shelter, the food, the beds that they need, um, and we're going to keep supporting them. Now, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis took credit for the migrants' arrival on the vineyard, saying, quote, yes, Florida can confirm the two planes with illegal immigrants that arrived in Martha's Vineyard today were part of the state's relocation program to transport <laughs> illegal immigrants to sanctuary destinations. Now, Fernandez says they are continuing to support those migrants and they are getting more resources to them. However, the island does need more Spanish speakers and they're also working to get more immigration attorneys to the vineyard. For now. Ooh, they need attorneys in, in Martha's Vineyard. Oh, God, I can't tell you how great this, how, how much I love this. These people are such frauds. They're looking at this go, wait, we're Martha's Vineyard. We're not supposed to be, be take care of the riffraff that came across the border. We, of course, we support wide open borders. We don't like when the people down there whine about the, this, the invasion. Just to give you some perspective. We are going to reach October 1st, I believe, the end of the fiscal year. There will be over 2 million cross, illegal aliens crossing the southern border. 2 million. Martha's Vineyard got 55. Oh, and they're whining like little babies. It's, oh, this is cruel. What the hell is cruel about it? That's, uh, Dylan Fernandez, state rep, says it's cruel and dehumanized. What? What's cruel about it? The only thing cruel is if you don't take care of them. That is your job. You're the you're the bleeding heart who says uh, that hate has no home here. You're celebrate you celebrate diversity. Let's see it. Put them up in one of your finer bed and breakfasts. Feed them. Take let the kids go to school there. If the guys, I mean, there aren't many kids. They're mostly, as usual, they're mostly uh, young men, single men. Mostly, I think it's two thirds or seventy percent of the crossings are unaccompanied uh, men, single men here to do whatever they want to work. Great. Get them jobs. If they don't, st you got to take care, put them on welfare, get them food stamps. That's what good hearted liberals do. Mr. Fernandez, you freaking fraud. He actually tweeted that uh, DeSantis is just looking for a, uh, applause from MAGA people on Twitter and Tucker Carlson. And maybe that's true, but so what? Anything that makes you look like a hypocrite and a fraud is gorgeous. It is great. It is glorious. DeSantis is a legend now, says Navaglian on the comment line. Yes, DeSavage is just, he just, he has to be the guy. Okay. He has to be the guy. I'm sorry. 
I appreciate all what uh, all Donald Trump did. What they're doing to him now is sickening. It is un-American. It is wrong. What they've done to him for six years, you know, from the Russia hoax all the way up to raiding his home, is wrong. I want Trump to be involved. I want him to be kind of a kingmaker, a, a, an advisor. I want him to. I want DeSantis to send him overseas to because he did a great job on foreign policy. Good. Have him be a player. Have him be involved. But DeSantis has to be the guy in 24. He just has to be. He's smart. He doesn't have the baggage. He's young. He just turned 44. Trump would be 78. I don't want any more 78-year-old presidents. I know I've said this a thousand times. I'm saying it again. All right, let's get to... uh, God, that was was check. (laughs) That was check last night. DeSantis sending these folks to Martha's Vineyard. Then we got checkmate. (laughs) Actually, we don't. This is going to keep going, and I hope it does. I am here for it. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy it. But so I get up this morning, I put on the TV, I got online. I'm looking for all the details about this uh, Martha's Vineyard story. And what do we get? We get an update. Two busloads to D.C. from Texas, mostly Venezuelans, uh, to, dropped off at the doorstep of Kamala Harris's residence. <laughs> God, these guys are great. They are fighting back. They're they're exposing these frauds. This is a woman who just said Sunday to Chuck Todd, the border is secure, that they've done a better job on the border than Trump did. Um, We are about to reach the 2 million mark. I'll say it again, 2 million mark. So they sent 101, Abbott sent 101 uh, migrants to the Naval Observatory, the residence of the vice president. They get off. They don't know where they are or where they're going. But so what? That's life in Texas. That's life in Arizona. That's what it's like. You should. You don't want to share the pain. You know. You don't want to welcome these folks in your sanctuary city. This political. This is the greatest political move I've ever seen because we know they sent Abbott sent busloads to Chicago and immediately Lori Lightfoot, another liberal who celebrates diversity, who supports sanctu- who supports sanctuary cities, who supports open borders, started crying and saying Abbott was. Uh, not Christian, not a good Christian. And then what did she do? She put the migrants back on the bus and sent them to the suburbs and dumped them off at some suburb. She did exactly what Abbott did. Um, uh, and uh, and, and uh, Abbott and DeSantis sent busloads to DC. I believe, I believe they've, they're, they haven't even reached like, I don't know what it is, 500 people, which is, which is a one-tenth of one day for Texas. They get 500 people in D.C. and Mariel Bowser wants to uh, call out the National Guard. Says it's a state of emergency because they get a couple of busloads. They get they get that every minute of every day in Texas. And you frauds don't give a damn. You just tell them deal with it. You support this policy. I don't even understand how it's not a bigger uh, national story. The the. Biden regime is ignoring the law. They are attempting to change the demographic, bring in 5 million illegals, bring in 2 million a year. So when they're done, we could be up over 8 million illegals. That's more than the state of Massachusetts. Bring in 8 million illegals. They're hoping that they'll all eventually become uh, citizens and vote Democrat. That's what it's all about. They're overrunning towns, you know, crime, social services, emergency rooms, schools, destroy, just destroying towns, small rural farming communities, ranching communities, ruining them because they eventually hope that they'll all vote Democrat. 
that's insane. That's cynical. That's, that's against the law. And it's, it's, there's, it is absolutely appropriate to make people like make places like Martha's Vineyard share the pain or Washington DC share the pain, especially sanctuary cities. They made a point to say they welcome everybody. So let's, let's see it. Welcome them. Take care of them. Keep them coming, Ron DeSavage. Uh, I got I got lots of uh, lots of tweets, lots of comments from from liberal frauds like Chris Hayes and others. And 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 Dylan, uh, do we have Dylan any more from Dylan? Uh, what's his name? Fernandez. Ah, no, that that was uh, all they had. Here here is Dylan Fernandez tweeting uh, last night. This is the state rep. Represents Martha's Vineyard. Says the governor of one of the states in the nation has been spending time hatching secret plot to round out ship people, children's families, lying to them about where they're going just to gain cheap political points on Tucker Carlson and MAGA Twitter. It's fucking depraved. He actually wrote that. A state, state rep wrote the F word in his tweets. Um, it's depraved. Okay, I just looked this up. Eagle Pass, Texas. It has 28,000 people. 28,000. They, you know, they're, it's not a wealthy, it's not like Martha's Vineyard. It's, it's, they don't have a, a lot of hotels or inns or beds and breakfasts. So if they get 5,000 a day in a town, they've, you know, like I said, 20, that's okay, Dylan Fernandez. I'm, you're a good liberal. You're a sanctuary city guy. That's okay. But 50 people, in your luxury uh, community, your fabulously affluent community, that's fucking depraved. Uh, help me out. Why? Why? Why shouldn't you and the and and John Kerry and Barack Obama? Why shouldn't you share the burden? God, I love DeSantis. Absolutely love him. And and he, he releases a statement. Do I have uh, DeSantis' statement? Yeah, here it is. Uh, and and you know. <laughs> he he's not uh, he is not backing down one bit. This is um, a statement, the official statement from Ron DeSantis's office. Yes, Florida can confirm the two planes with illegal immigrants that arrived in Martha's Vineyard today were part of the state's relocation program to transport illegal immigrants to sanctuary destinations. States like Massachusetts, New York, and California will better facilitate the care of these individuals who they've invited into our country by incentivizing illegal immigration through their designation as sanctuary states and support for the Biden administration's open policies. Uh, It continues. As you may know, in the past legislative session, Florida appropriated $12 million to implement a program to facilitate the transport of illegal immigrants from this state consistent with federal law. So you know what that means? They're going to keep coming. They're going to keep coming. Uh, and God, that's going to be glorious. I, I hope, I hope they overrun Martha's Vineyard the same way they overrun Eagle Pass and, uh, and Mesa, Arizona and every other uh, uh, community that has been victimized by Biden's insane, illegal, uh, cynical, open border policy. I do. What, have, what else are you supposed to do? If you're, if you're DeSantis or Abbott, are you just supposed to say, thank you, sir. 
for destroying our, our, our border communities. Thank you for overwhelming our emergency rooms, our schools, our hospitals uh, illegally. And, and, and you, you know, you can do nothing to stop it. You're just supposed to take it and, 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 and thank him. I mean, this is, this has to be supported by, you know, 90% of people in Texas and Florida. I mean, it has to be. They, they, they know what's going on. They know what, 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 how duplicitous, how, 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 you know, what's depraved this Joe Biden saying, open the borders, let everybody in hoping, you know, crime, whatever we'll, we'll deal with it as long as they might vote Democrat in five or 10 years. That's depraved Dylan Fernandez. Why don't you just shut up? and celebrate diversity. Why don't you just shut up and take care of your, of your guests, your undocumented guests. You're the one that said you were a sanctuary city. Now let's see you uh, walk the walk, you fraud. I do. Uh, I do have a uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre. It's a quick video explaining how much better they are at border security than Trump. If you want to hear. Oh God. <laughs> I think this term for this, and I hate this term is gaslighting. When you can just look at the camera, actually, she doesn't look into the camera. She looks down at her binder. She can't do anything off the cuff. It has to come right from the notebook. But when you can absolutely, we can say that when we are literally reaching the 2 million mark in illegal border crossings this year, one year, 2 million, and you're going to say the border's secure and we're doing a better job than the last guy. Man, this this woman is a clown. She should come out there with a clown nose and clown feet and a clown wig. Oh, maybe she does have the wig. But let's listen to Karine uh, Jean-Pierre lie her ass off once again. Go ahead. Administration, which largely just tried to build a wall, an ineffective wall, uh, along the border and couldn't even finish that in four years, uh, were certainly uh, doing a lot more to secure the border and could be doing even more if Republicans would stop their obstruction. That's it. I'm going to just take <laughs> the, the Republicans are obstructing their uh, their border security. Obstructing yeah, that, an ineffective wall. That's just illogical when you say, when you criticize the wall is ineffective, it's illogical. We know what a wall is. We know what it does. Joe Biden just spent half a million dollars of taxpayer money to build a wall around his uh, Rehoboth mansion, oceanfront mansion. Why do you do that? I mean, John Kerry, I'm sure, has a wall around his compound on Martha's Vineyard. Barack Obama, does he have a wall? Does he have a fence? I mean, it's illogical to say it doesn't work. It obstructs. It stops. It did work. I'm trying to get the numbers on the border crossings uh, uh, under under Trump versus the two million we're looking at right now. Uh, it's 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 just flat out wrong. It's just I mean, she's just lying. Uh, there's you know this. <laughs> Uh, there's no other way to look at it. They, they, they have opened the borders. They've let everybody in. They've overwhelmed, you know, poor working class communities along the border. And now we're, uh, they're asking, you know, Barack Obama to share the pain. Uh, let me get to you. Uh, well, they're, they're, I think the process is if all the beds are full near the border, no one else can come in. So it'll put an end to it. Uh, let's see. Uh, voted. Let's see. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris in the uh, 2020 election got 9,763 votes. Donald Trump got 2,600. So these people voted overwhelmingly. 
this is Martha's Vineyard uh, results. So he got uh, four times as many votes Joe Biden did as uh, uh, that would be uh, as, as Donald Trump did. So these are all open border people who live there. You know, these are all open border people who voted, went and voted for these policies. So let them deal with it. God bless you, Ron DeSantis. And what was our what was our clueless commander in chief doing while uh, DeSantis was selling, sending plane loads of migrants to Martha's Vineyard and Greg Abbott was sending bus loads to Kamala Harris's doorstep. He was telling people to buy a uh, electric Corvette. <laughs> this is incredible. All the stuff going on in this, this absolute glassy eyed buffoon <laughs> walking around a car show in Detroit base model, 105,000. That's ooh, that's what Joe Biden thinks people should do. Go out and buy electric Corvettes. And he sits it like a like a child. You know, like a like a child sits it. Can I drive? How do you start the engine? The woman from whatever she's from GM, it's all GM cars. Obviously, there's some deal getting some kind of uh, back or he's taking care of someone who donated. So we're uh, doing a you know, free commercial for GM. And the woman has to like reach in and show him how to start the car so he can rev the engine. This is, this is, this is, uh, the electric engine, the, the leader. Yeah. Rev the electric engine. I don't know. Do you have the video? We're sitting in it. And he says, he actually says, I'm going to drive back to DC. I don't need to fly. I'm going to drive. And everyone went, ha 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 He can barely get in it. She she reaches in, he smells her hair. (laughs) (sighs) L'Oreal. Sounds nice. He looks so lost. He drove some other SUV like around the around the building, but he didn't get to drive the orange Corvette. By the way, an orange Corvette—that's someone. That's a uh, someone with some issues. You know, that's the guy who's, let's say, uh, lacking something. You know, downstairs that uh, he's trying to make up for it by driving an orange Corvette. It's it's. I mean, it's something Biden would do. He probably, probably, you know, when when he when he's out of office, he'll get himself an orange Corvette. But, uh, all right, that's well, shoot, we got to move, we got to move. Let's, uh, we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on to see if more planes are landing in Martha's Vineyard. See if Barack Obama or John Kerry volunteers to put up some of these undocumented guests at their homes. Let's see it. Let's see it. All right, I want to get to uh, uh, let's do let's do Hunter. I want to do Hunter because no one else does this. I mean, uh, I think uh, Jesse Waters mentioned it last night. For the most part, people leave it alone because the media's number one priority is uh, propping up the Biden crime family, ignoring all the uh, dirty deals that Hunter and dad and uh, have made overseas. But I've told you before about um, uh, how you know that Joe Biden and Jill Biden are not good people. Uh, I've mentioned it. They, they hang stockings at the White House on Christmas. 
for each of their grandchildren. Well, not each of their grandchildren. They hang six up. They have seven grandchildren. They deny one exists. Her name is Navy. Navy Roberts. She's four years old, lives in Arkansas. She is Hunter's love child. Hunter banged a stripper, or knocked up a stripper. And because the child's mother's a stripper and, and her father is a scumbag, Joe and Jill deny the child exists. Don't mention her. Don't hang a stocking. Don't ever see her. That means there's no other conclusion you come to. You are a bad person when you have a grandchild, an innocent little child, innocent little girl, and you pretend she doesn't exist. Well, I mean, the, the, the apple doesn't fall from the tree, fall, fall from the far from the tree. Hunter Biden is now asking a judge to recalculate his child support payments to an Arkansas woman citing quote, a substantial material change in his quote, financial circumstances, including not limited to his income. He's trying to lower his child support payments for this poor child in, in, uh, in Arkansas. This is, as we know, he initially said it wasn't the father. She had to challenge him in court, force him to pay a reminder. Joe Biden, uh, Hunter Biden and Jim Biden and Joe Biden have made, according to Peter Schweitzer, over $30 million in uh, in overseas deals, peddling uh, influence to Chinese, to the Ukraine, in Ukraine, in Russia. They've made over $30 million. He lives in a $20,000 a month uh, palatial oceanfront home in Malibu, California. He drives a Porsche. He is, he is flush with, with dirty money. He has made a, a ton of money selling his father's name, selling out this country. And now he wants to lower his child support payments for a kid that he doesn't see, doesn't take care of. He is such scum. Uh, New York times noted that, uh, Biden is living in a $12,000 per month, Los Angeles rental. That's not true. He drives a Porsche panorama. That's the big Porsche. He lives at a $20,000 a month because the uh, IRA, the secret service has to protect them. They rent their own oceanfront home out there to keep an eye on this scumbag. Uh, uh, let's see. A- NBC news found that Hunter Biden made and his firm made $11 million between 2013 and 2018 with much of it coming from overseas sources. Uh, his father was vice president for uh, four of those years. Of course, that's how he made the money. He made $11 million in five years. And he's out and he's going to court in Arkansas to lower his child support payments. And nobody will ask uh, Joe Biden. Actually, you can't ask Joe Biden. He doesn't do questions, but no one will ask Kareem Jean-Pierre, but it is, he's just such scum. The family, they're just such trash. They really are. And I don't know how you, I don't know how you explain that. I mean, I, again, I ask, I, I don't know how anyone could support Joe Biden, but how can you, how can you say, you know, decency and compassion are back in the white house when the first family, the first, the president and the first lady deny the existence of their own grandchild. Someone has to explain that to me at some point. All right, let's get to Rand Paul beating up the evil elf. This is something that happens a couple times a year. Uh, Fauci has they pry him out of the green room at NBC and they force him up to Capitol Hill under oath to face questions. And most, you know, the, the 
Democrats all, you know, kiss his ass, tell him say he's a hero. The guy who has been lying to us for two and a half years, the guy who is uh, the, 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 the architect of the disastrous COVID policies, shutting down schools, closing businesses, forced vaccines, kicking people out of the military, you name it. It all starts with this little, this, this little monster. And uh, once in a great while, he's forced, he's made uncomfortable by Rand Paul, a medical doctor, a brilliant guy who knows, who knows what a fraud Fauci is. And the best part is when he points out that these people, Fauci and everybody at the CDC, Burks, Walensky, 1,800 people there get kickbacks from drug companies. They get payments from drug companies. And for some reason, they don't have to reveal them. Fauci said that under oath last time uh, Paul uh, grilled him. Uh, Paul revisited this. It's amazing. Think of that. These These are bureaucrats. They're getting paid by the taxpayers. This guy's the highest paid person in the federal government. And he gets kickbacks from Pfizer and Moderna, and he doesn't have to reveal them. He, he can just make as much money as he wants and not tell it, you know, not not reveal a thing to the uh, taxpayers. But uh, uh, Rand Paul yesterday made it clear that that will change if the Republicans take back uh, the House and the Senate. But go ahead, let's listen. Immunology. Any of the guidelines for vaccines? You know, do any of the guidelines for vaccines from the government include previous infection as something to base your decision making on with vaccines? Do uh, any of the guidelines involve previous infection? That's why you're ignoring previous infection because it doesn't involve any of the guidelines. And furthermore, we've been asking you, and you refuse to answer whether anybody on the vaccine committees gets royalties from the pharmaceutical companies. I asked you last time, and what was your response? We don't have to tell you. We've demanded them through Freedom of Information Act, and what have you said? We're not going to tell you. But I tell you this, when we get in charge, we're gonna change the rules, and you will have to divulge where you get your royalties from, from what companies, and if anybody on the committee has a conflict of interest, we're gonna learn about it, I promise you that. Uh, Mr. Chair, can I can I respond to that, please? No. Okay. There are two aspects for what you said. You keep saying you approve, you do this, you do that. The committees that give the approval are FDA through their advisory committee. The committees that recommend are CDC through their advisory committee. And you keep saying I'm the one that's approving a vaccine. Based on certain data, so I don't really idiot. understand. With all due respect, Senator, I'm, 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 honest to God, he's retiring in December. He's getting out before the posse. Uh, but I love this. This is the biggest egomaniac in the world who wanted. He wants to be on TV every day. He wants to go to you know parties on the Hamptons and you know the the, the Oscars and you name it, the Kennedy Center. He wants to be among his people, the elitists. And then when he's put on the spot, he says, it's not me, it's committees. They did it and they did it, not me. Oh, he's just repulsive. God is uh, among many, many other reasons to vote Republican, uh, for, to, to get Republicans back in, in control of the Senate. There you go, right there. If they get control of the Senate, uh, they get to demand to find out how much money this this venal little gnome has made from Pfizer and the rest of the the rest of the uh, hacks at the CDC. How much money they've made? 
And when you think about it, it explains everything. Why have they steered everybody to the vaccine? Why have they ignored natural immunity? Why have they forced or recommended children get the vaccine when it's absolutely unnecessary? Why? Because they want to sell more vaccines. They want to take care of their sugar daddy, Pfizer, Moderna. That's why. It explains everything. Uh, But we'll get to it, hopefully, hopefully. All right, one more thing before we get to our football picks and our guy Montante. Um, This, I guarantee you, I haven't even checked, but you're not going to see it in the Boston Globe, probably not the Boston Herald, probably not NBC or CBS, but uh, Chris Rufo, the great... uh, journalist who has exposed so much of the deviancy in our public schools and he, he exposed all the critical race theory. Now he's, uh, now he's exposing uh, schools that are teaching gender theory and trying to hide it from parents and everything else. If you don't follow Chris Rufo, you should, he's great. But he was one of the people blamed a few weeks ago. And we talked about this at length when it was when Boston Children's Hospital was exposed for, for performing gender assignment, whatever it called, sex change surgeries on children. It was on their website. We played it. They admitted they did sex change surgeries on kids under 18. And then they scrubbed it and denied it. And the media just covered for them. They blamed uh, right-wing trolls. They blamed Chris Rufo and libs of TikTok for a bomb threat and people went and ran with that on Twitter and every, every media outlet, including the Boston Herald, which is really disappointing said that the reporting on the gender uh, surgery was false. That's a lie. And they blamed the right wing trolls for a bomb threat. Well, Chris Rufo had a really interesting uh, uh, revelation yesterday. There was no bomb threat. He went to the Boston police. He got the police report. Nobody called nine one one. So they had a bomb threat. They just didn't tell the cops. The cops said they found out about it secondhand. That was the word they used, the words they used to Chris Rufo. So all the people who were screaming about the right-wing trolls who were who were threatening the lives of doctors and nurses at Boston Children's Hospital, that was a lie. That didn't happen. It was another hoax. That's what it was. They claimed we got bomb threats knowing that the that their allies in the media would run with it, they did. We we we, we I, I read from everything: the Herald, the Globe, NBC. They all said there were bomb threats, and they blamed right wingers. Not only was it not right wingers, it wasn't anybody. There was no bomb threat. And by the way, Seth Dillon from Babylon B put up, and a, and a few other people put up fifty thousand dollars to a reward for information leading to the arrest of the bomb threat hoaxer, the one who called in the bomb threat. Well, I guess no one's going to cash in because it didn't happen. You were duped. You were lied to by these people who want you to think they're under siege. They're, they're mutilating kids, but the bad guys are the ones who are are calling them out and exposing them. And before, and, and one more thing, there's a guy named billboard, Chris, that's his handle on Twitter and social media. He's an activist who's uh, devoted to exposing these hospitals, these clinics, these doctors who are performing sex change surgeries on children, who are putting children on puberty blockers, who are performing double mastectomies on teenage girls. They, they 
don't want you to know about this, but people like Libs of TikTok and Chris Rufo have exposed them. And this guy, Billboard Chris, travels around with a thing hanging, one of those uh, sandwich boards hanging on him. And he does his best to expose these, these, these Mars who are performing these surgeries. He will be at Boston Children's Hospital on Sunday. I, I, uh, he said, if you want to support him and his cause and hold the Boston children's feet to the fire, he'll be there at 11 AM. And there are lots of people promising to counter protest. So it might get wild. In fact, he predicted, he said, it's going to be a wild scene outside Boston children's. If you want to support him 11 AM, he says he'll show up. He'll be there as long as it takes. Um, the media will lie about him. They will lie about the, uh, about what Boston children's does. They'll probably lie about another bomb threat because that's what they do. Everybody, all these people are so devoted to, to, uh, uh mutilating kids. It's, it's, it's sickening, but, uh, Show up Sunday at Boston Children's if you want to support Bill Board. Chris, all right, let's get let's get let's do Shea and then get to our NFL picks. I don't even know how we did last week. You'll have to. Uh, We're about to find out. To speed. We're about to find out. All right, let's quickly do Shea and then on to the NFL action. Good game tonight. Excellent game tonight. Shea Concrete, you know what they can do for you, you know, this summer. You got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one, Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and it's worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home with one phone call. Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience in a few hours. You'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at shakeconcrete.com. Also at shakeconcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. All right, tonight, all right, let's bring in our man Montante. Look at him, he's, he's studying the numbers. He's such a, uh, it's, it's, it's exactly what I want. I, so I want a degenerate like you, who's just, appreciate that. just just transfixed by this stuff. I liked your prop bet last week. It didn't come true, but I still liked it. It had, it had my attention. You said Nelson Aguilar, or as you called him, Nelson Aguilar, was going to catch tomato, a tomato. Pass. Didn't happen, but <laughs> I'm looking at these games that you picked we, we're we're going to do the Thursday night game, the Patriots game, and two other games. I'm not sure why you picked these two other games, but we'll get yeah. to them. Uh, tonight, I get all excited. I see the Chiefs and the Chargers, two great quarterbacks. You know, two, uh, Mahomes coming off a spectacular game last week. They're at home again, right? Chiefs are at home? Yeah. Chiefs are at home, yeah. Chiefs are at home. And what's, uh, what are they favored by? Four, they're given four. It depends where you look, but the unanimous line that I've seen so far is uh, most books have four and a half. Four and a half. Now, this four. game, I, I, this is one of those games I would watch the whole thing. I'd sit there and say, excellent. I love watching Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, same thing. Great, entertaining guy. They got great pass rushers. 
on the on the charges, which is going to be an issue. But it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I'll never spot Amazon Prime. <laughs> I got it. The thing about Amazon Prime is, you know, I don't know how the reception is going to be. It could be just as bad as your Wi-Fi. If that happens tonight, America is going to be panicking. <laughs> uh, no, she, well, blame Ironhead. All right, please blame Ironhead. That's oh, his job. If, when in doubt, blame him. I agree. Um, I, I got to ask my wife if how do I get how do I get Amazon Prime? I know I have it. I know we have Amazon Prime, but. I don't remember last time I watched it. Is this the first game ever on Amazon Prime? I think they've done baseball games. Uh, I don't maybe care they've that. done football. Uh, I don't, who, do we know who's going to announce? Is that normal announcers just it's, on a different platform? Herc, uh, Herc Herb Street, right? Isn't it? Uh, what, is Al, what is Al Michaels doing now? What's his job? Beats I me. I, yeah, I, I've been <laughs> doing this with Ironhead. How long were you doing this, Ironhead? It, we keep our, our record intact. I've never asked a question for which he has an answer. Never, I, I never don't know had. who the Amazon oh, Prime announcers are. I'm sorry. Consistency is key. I got to say, though, you just asked, and I said Kirk Herbstreet. That's one of them. Just saying. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Double check that. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. If you're right, I thought you just were like taking a wild guess. <laughs> uh, but all right, tonight, I got I don't know how you pick against Mahomes right now. It's just in a zone. I know. I know this is a great, you know, this is a great division game. To, uh, what you, Al Michael, what, what? Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. So oh, there you go. I, I was what right. Up? You were right. Okay, I apologize. What you if got, we make a great uh, team? Right. <laughs> got, in in uh, what is it? Six months, eight months. You've been. That's one half a question you got right. But I'm going with I'm the Chiefs. Forward. All right, I, I'm going with the Chiefs. They're home. That's that's a great home field advantage. Patrick Mahomes is in the zone. Yeah, they don't miss Tyreek Hill even a little bit. So who do you before, uh, before we get to that? Let's just go. Let's just recap last week, just so we're all oh, that's on the right. same page need- here. You know, uh, this is not Montante's world, so I let you run away with that before bringing it back. But I went two and three last week, including my prop. Craig bet everything and did not do it well. He went one and five, <laughs> um, and Jerry went one and three. So we're, we're all we're all a little bit in the red here. So let's look and get it back uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. So right. when it comes to tonight. How can you bet against Mahomes? Because he's given up four and a half points. So I'm going to take the Chargers plus four and a half. Uh, I love Herbert. The money line's plus 165. Just take the points. Don't get greedy. And there's a couple trends here that are on my side. The Chargers are 36, 16, and four against the spread the last 56 games as road dogs. So give me that. And I'm going to take the over. I mean, this over is 54. That's a college number, but I think we have primetime mm-hmm. game. Uh, and we're actually going to see that hit probably by uh, end of the third quarter. And the over is six and one in the last seven Chargers games, and the over is eight and one in the last nine Char- uh, Chiefs games. So give me the wow. over points, points, points. Uh, go ahead, Ironhead. Um, I have the Chiefs at minus four. I'm taking that. Okay. And I'm going with the over fifty four as well. That's that seems like a lot, like a lock of what the hell? I'll, go, I'll go over two. Just why not? When, when, when it's, when it's eight, six to three at halftime, we're all going to be, you know, eight, upset, and one, eight, <laughs> eight and one, what the last nine games eight and, and yeah, one, for the chiefs. Five. And then the, for the, for the Chargers game, six and one. So it's everything's trending over here. All right. Patriots Steelers. This is when you go with that illogical. I can't imagine Bill Belichick's going to lose two in a row. And he's going to lose to Mitch Trubisky. Can't happen. Well, did you see Bill Belichick's team last week? I, I mean, it's it the it seems. I, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with that idiotic logic. Say Belichick can't lose. To, can't start zero and two. I'm going with the Patriots at the Steelers favored. Right, minus two and a half somehow. 
favored on the road. It just seems it's like, yeah, I don't know. You should go with the Steelers. That's why you got to you got to hold your nose taking the Pats there. I don't know okay. how you're doing it. I'm doing um, it. Can, can we apologize? Can you well, not me? Because I showed him respect last week. Can you guys apologize for being mean about Mitch Trubisky? Yeah, yeah. He's we'll going to be the best quarterback on that field come this Sunday, and for that reason, <laughs> yeah. give me give me the two and a half. Put some respect <laughs> on Mitch's name. Uh, and guess what? I got news for you. As a Jets fan, I know bad quarterbacks when I see him. You guys got a bad quarterback. You're lucky yeah. he's healthy, so he can just prove how bad he is. Bill Belichick can't draft. The Patriots dynasty is dead. Steelers win outright, but give me the plus two and a half. Just Gino, Gino wow. Smith seemed pretty elite uh, last week, so I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. We're, we're going to get to Warren Moon 2.0, okay? So we'll yes, get there eventually. Uh, Iron had you taking the Patriots uh, road favorites. The 0-1 Patriots yeah. were humiliated. You know, everything points to the Steelers, which is why I'm taking the Patriots. How about you, Ironhead? I'm not going to touch the points or the money line. I'm just going with the over because it's absurdly low. Okay, who, who, you got to pick a winner. All right, fine. I thought we were just making gambling picks. Excuse me. No, I'll... We're picking four games. You want to add yeah. to that? Go ahead. But we're picking four games. The Patriots is one of them. Is it that complicated? All right, All right fine. I get the Patriots Jesus. minus two if you force me. Okay. But if that that I don't, I want to asterisk if I get a loss in that column, please. But I am okay, taking the, the over Steelers. forty. Over forty. Jesus. Lock it up. Nice. Really complicated. Over forty four between those two. Yikes. That's so All insanely right. low. Have you seen those defenses? Yeah, they're terrible. Have you seen those offenses? Okay, take your take your points. All right, and for some reason, I don't know why you pick the the next game we're picking is Carolina against the Giants. That's the game that's sweeping the nation. What do you mean? Why are we picking it? <laughs> what, 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 what? Curious. Why did you pick that one? Uh, well, listen, I live in New Jersey, so I'm around giddy Giants fans. The Giants have haven't started off a season with a winning record in almost a decade. MetLife is going to be rocking come Sunday. Uh, Baker Mayfield is dead to me, so I hope they lose. <laughs> I'm going to take the momentum. I'm going to take the uh, the New York Football Giants money line minus 126, two and zero. Brian uh, Dabo or Dabble, whatever the hell his name is, Dabo, uh, looking like he could be a threat to to my guy in Tampa for Coach of the Year. Those boys are going to be inspired. Giants, Giants, Giants. I think pretty easily. And the Giants are favored, correct? Yeah, they're they're given one one and a half, but I'm not gonna mess around and get greedy. I'm just gonna do minus one twenty six, lay the wood. So I'm going with I'm going with Baker Mayfield. I'm going with the uh, yeah. the Panthers, I, the Giants. I mean, any team that we say that they're they're uh, being carried by a running back in today's NFL, and they say, oh well, Saquon Barkley can't be stopped. Well, okay, well you, can about, you can say that about Carolina. Who are they who are they run by? Yeah, uh, <laughs> the white guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The one right, right running back in the league. So, uh, well, best white running back since uh, I don't know John Riggins. Who's the best? White people. Craig James was good, but Christian McCaffrey's better. I'd say he's the best white running back since uh, I'd say John Riggins. That's something. Speaking of Baker Mayfield, and, and he was on Cleveland. Who is uh, who is the white running back that was on the cover of Madden that one year, Craig? Uh, the dude from the Browns. Yeah. Oh, well, the, well, Mike Allstott like, was, wasn't he? He's, he's kind Mike of a fullback, Allstott? but there, there was one guy. He was not kind of, he was a running back. He was a ru- straight up running back, but you're thinking of Peyton Hillis. <laughs> Peyton Hillis. Peyton Hillis was the best. So, he, so you're saying Christian McCaffrey is uh, the I'm best running back. Christian McCaffrey is better than Peyton Hillis, yes, or Mike Allstott. That's a bold, that's a bold take. I don't know about that Peyton one. Hillis had one good game. <laughs> he had one good game and he made the cover. Really? One wow. hell of a game. One one hell of a game. So where are you going to go on that great game, Craig? I'm trying to go over with some points. And then no, I'm not touching that one, but I got Carolina at plus two. Okay, good. Last game. He's so confident in the Giants, I am not agreeing with him at all. 
Yeah, it does sound like you picked that like with your heart there, Montante. You're, I'm you're, a Jets fan. I, know, I just dude. I just know momentum when I see you're it. Around New York Giants fans who are giddy because they're one and oh. Oh, I mean, I love that. I, I've, I've never rooted for the Giants in my life, but I loved Dave Ball's call. I loved going for two and giving it to Barkley, winning the game. There must be, people must think there's, you know, some Dave Ball magic in the air, which is silly. So. I can feel, I can sense it. I you can feel, feel it. You guys yeah. Can, yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, you got a little uh, tingle up your leg. Um, not my leg, but I'm feeling the summer. I'm not sure why you picked this game either. San Francisco, Seattle, what compelled you to pick that game? <laughs> oh, this Oh, I just I saw both offenses last last week. They stink. The kid Trey Lance is not great. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo might be starting by week five. I'm gonna take the under forty one and a half, and that's you just said it. Forget it. I'm not gonna watch one single play of this game, but I'm gonna <laughs> check around seven o'clock, and I'm gonna see a nine to six final, and I'm gonna go. I I knew it. Hey, so well, under forty one and a half. You better pick a team, or else Jerry's gonna come at you oh, right that's now. A, oh, I did not. I did not consider that. Um, that's a great point. And that actually put makes me very uncomfortable. So I'm gonna take Seattle plus eight and a half. I got. You can't a not moon pick two. that, huh? You can't not pick that eight and I a half. Know. Well, he he made the rules. He switched up the rules. I forgot. It was funny when it happened to you. Seattle gets to me. It's it's, this game's in San Francisco, correct? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's in. The, the line moved from ten points to eight and a half. That's a lot the of points for a bad team. The 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 Niners are favored by eight and a half. Yep. Yeah, and That's it's down from it's down from ten. Eight and a, with Trey Lance at quarterback. Yeah, you know, I know there was a short week and Seattle had an emotional win on the road and all that, but that's way too many points to give uh, to to Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance is favored by eight and a half. Okay, yep. you're the yep. degenerate. Explain that to me. I don't get that. Uh, I don't know. I guess a lot of people were backing uh, San Francisco. I think they're uh, you know. All summer, and they're going to say that the first game against Chicago is kind of uh, void because of the weather. So maybe they think right. they get right versus uh, a bad Seattle team. Um, I, I don't. I think it's way too many points, especially with two te- offenses that are just inept. So I'm going to take. If I have to, I'm going to take Seattle plus eight and a half. Me as well, plus eight and a half. I I, I got it. I was going to pick San Fran, but I didn't know the line was that big. Gee, it was. They were ten points. Yeah, it's down. I believe it or not, somehow. Uh, you know, Gino, Gino Smith had a great half. Let's be honest. He had a, I don't know, a great game. He had a great half and he won in Denver, right? What am I missing? Yeah. I don't know. Right. Okay, so we'll well, take I'm it. with you. I'm with you guys. We'll all take it Seattle, which means San Francisco will win. <laughs> oh no. Uh, we all give, agreed. Me, give me yeah, the, Montante, give me the Mont- goofy Montante prop bet of the week. Well, I don't, I don't like the adjective you use to describe that, but <laughs> I'm going to, I know, like I said, I know momentum when I see it, the Giants momentum I'm on, and I'm also on Georgia Southern football momentum. <laughs> and one of their proud alumni is playing tonight. That's Jarek McKinnon, backup running back, third down back and catch the ball, probably touched the ball about 15, 20 times today. Jarek McKinnon for Kansas City, a lot of points today. We're all on the over. Um, so plus 400 on DraftKings to score, book it. Great value, Jarek McKinnon. I'll tell you Cook, what, uh, sprinkle yeah. a little bit on the first touchdown of the game. All right. Can you sum that up, like, concisely? Derek McKinnon to score. That's yes. it. He's going to get in the end zone with That's the ball it. in his possession, plus 400. Get in the end zone with the ball in his possession. The guy who, who, who not Saquon Barkley. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a Georgia Southern alumnus, well, Jerick What does it matter McKinnon. that he went to Jordan Southern? What does that because, matter? Because, listen, when you start gambling, you got the gambling gods throw you little clues. They're throwing out clues. Let's see, Georgia Southern. See, right. you hired me, uh, Jerry. You could have got this. <laughs> Head coach, look at me. All right, it is Clay Helton. Oh, good call. The UFC, the ex-UFC coach. Right. 
the USC coming out, ran out of, ran out of USC. Uh, a little bit different. Life in Georgia, Georgia Southern, I'm going to guess, is a little different than being out at USC. But uh, because of a guy went to Georgia Southern, he's going to score a touchdown, says Montante. So Can we'll I see what happens. Did you, write, did, did you write all this down, Ironhead? Montante's got if it. He didn't. I did. I got it. I, I got it all. Know. I didn't even. I thought I. I didn't know I did that badly. I didn't know I was one and three. I guess I picked the Patriots. I did it again because you know yeah. they're due. But I. I don't yeah, know. we we all we all got we all got smoked on the Pats. So we'll so see. They start zero and two, and the Bills start two and zero. The Dolphins start two and zero. It's gonna it's gonna get ugly. It's gonna be a long year. year. It's gonna get ugly. Yeah. Before you guys end on probably Roe versus Wade or something, can we talk about what happens <laughs> if uh, if the pa- Patriots maybe go three and fourteen this year? Does when when does your head coach become on, on the actual hot seat? Uh he wouldn't. Oh, and I would never. like to see them with that high of a draft pick. Never? To be honest, never. He start he gets down when he wants to step down, and uh, I'm sure they've already made that agreement. Whenever he wants to, he's 70. Maybe he'll want to if he has a bad year and there's no hope for the near future. But I think you're wrong about Mac Jones. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he has great weapons. I mean, he certainly didn't get great protection no. last week. Uh, and he had, he's going to get he had hurt. Nelson Aguilar, and he, he ignored him. What more do you need to see? The guy's a bust. <laughs> was he, he open in the like end zone? Um, he probably was. Well, I don't think they got very close often, but um, I think he'll be fired next year, and he's going to come full You're circle and come back to the Jets. He's going to come back gonna... to the Jets. Oh, Belichick. Life's going to come full <laughs> circle, and he's going to win me my first Super Bowl. But, gentlemen, thank you. All right, Montante. Pleasure, pleasure thank as always. You. We will do it again next week. We'll see how we do. Hopefully, uh, we bounce back strong in week two. I got to start working on this Amazon Prime thing. Uh, I, I don't even know if I've ever watched him. I must have. I, I must have. But I'll figure it out because this game's worth it. And it's only on Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. Chiefs. Chiefs Chargers. Big game. Great game. Exclusive Thursday night game. And you have to have Amazon Prime. Man. I guess that I guess we won't even know the ratings. How do you even get the ratings once on Amazon Prime? I, I don't know how the streaming shit works at all. I just like Red Zone. I just like Sundays sitting watching Red Zone, turning into a Red Zone zombie. I'll, you know, all those crappy games we just talked about, the ones we just picked, Carolina and the Giants <laughs> and Seattle and San Fran, those games. Mm. I'll see them because they'll be on Red Zone. You know, they'll be bouncing around and we'll get to see every touchdown and we'll get to, you know, just sit there for seven hours or eight hours or whatever it is and bounce around the league, but we'll leave it there. Thanks to Montante for, uh, for chiming in this week. Anything else? Ironhead? What I miss? Uh, we got some stuff we can get to tomorrow, like the uh, Fetterman stuff. And, uh, the next busload is going to go to Rehoboth beach, Rehoboth, Rehoboth beach, Delaware. That's where the bus loads go. And then we'll go to the Hamptons, a couple of plane loads to Nantucket. Don't forget Nantucket, guys. Just as many, uh, you know, limo liberals, just as many hypocrites live there. So keep them coming. Governor DeSavage and Governor Abbott, great job. We will leave it there. Thanks to everyone for watching and listening. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. and this is the Callahan Show. We will do it again tomorrow only on Locals. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not 
Like the show, leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. The Master Your Peace stands on the side of the taxpayer, on the side of parents, and on the side of law enforcement. If your priorities align with ours, we need you to get out and vote Republican. Go to massgop.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution.